Welcome to the Uncle Eric Presents Crime Fiction Podcast, featuring classic radio shows, crime, murder mysteries, and suspense shows. We're so glad you tuned in for this current classic episode. But first, a few show comments and episode notes from Uncle Eric. Welcome back, folks, to yet another exciting episode from the Uncle Eric Presents Classic Radio Shows. This episode is from the classic The Avenger series, featuring Jim Brandon, alter ego of the Avenger who was a biochemist that invented a telepathic indicator and a secret diffusion capsule, both of which helped him fight crime. This episode is titled, Dead Man's Rock. This episode is brought to you by BoomerFlix.com. At BoomerFlix.com you can watch hundreds of the old classic television shows and classic movies that just aren't shown on television anymore. If you're a fan of the old TV shows and movies, then BoomerFlix.com is just for you. Also, please visit Uncle Eric's website, UncleEric.com to see and listen to all the series radio categories and episodes. There are also hundreds of classic detective and mystery television shows to watch as well. They're a hoot to watch. If you like this radio episode of The Avenger, please consider buying Uncle Eric a cup of coffee if you'd like, at the support link below. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this great episode from The Avenger titled, Dead Man's Rock. The Avenger. The road to crime ends in a trap that justice sets. Crime does not pay. The Avenger's sworn enemy of evil is actually Jim Brandon, a famous biochemist. Through his numerous scientific experiments, Brandon has perfected two inventions to aid him in his crusade against crime as the Avenger. The telepathic indicator, by which he is able to pick up thought flashes, and the secret diffusion capsule, which cloaks him in the black light of invisibility. Brandon's assistant, the beautiful Fern Collier, is the only one who shares his secrets and knows that he is the man the underworld fears as the Avenger. And now... The Avenger and the Mystery of Dead Man's Rock. Simon Robert, I do not wish to sell you any furs. Why not, Pierre? I'd pay you a good price. That may be, but Mr. Jenkins, the game warden, would think it very funny that Pierre, the best trapper in this territory, should declare so little furs from his traps on the other side of the border. Why, if Jenkins says anything, all you have to do is tell him you've had a run of bad luck. Or that your traps were wrong. I will not do it, Simon. You get your furs someplace else. Pierre is not so dumb as you think. You want to buy my furs for some crooked dealings. For all I know, maybe you would bring them across Shut your up, border. Yeah, you're going too far. You don't want to sell your furs to me, don't. But I'm warning you to keep your mouth shut. I do not talk. But Pierre, he is no fool, Simon Rivera. Do not think that I... Hey, Pierre. Look. Over there, near Dead Man's Rock. A man is lying on the ground. Come on, Pierre. Something's happening. Uh, I do not like the look of this, Simon. Me either. Right there in front of Dead Man's Rock is where that customs man was found dead a few months ago. Are we? What? Why, look, it's, it's Jenkins, the, the game warden. Uh, someone has put a knife in his back. What should we do, Simon? I don't know. What's going on here? What's the matter? Oh, Mr. Spencer, it's the game warden. 
Someone stabbed him in the back. Let me see. He's dead, all right. Say, Simon, what were you and Pierre doing around here? Why, we just came in from checking the traps. Is that there? Yeah. Well, what are you getting at, Mr. Spencer? Just this. It'll be a good thing for Pierre if he has an alibi. Me? You think I killed Mr. Jenkins? I didn't say that, Pierre. Only it's pretty well known that you and the game warden haven't been hitting it off lately. Uh, maybe so, but uh, I do not kill him. Honest, Mr. Spencer. Uh, I don't see how he could have. We've been together most of the afternoon. Well, come along to my office, both of you, and I'll call the sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff? Why, he hasn't solved that other murder that was committed here at Dead Man's Rock. Well, let's see what he can do with this one. What do you think of Silver Falls? Oh, the waterfall is beautiful, Jim. But when I remember that two murders have been committed right here, I don't feel in the mood to enjoy the scenery. Oh, don't worry, friend. We won't leave here until we find out who murdered Jenkins. The game warden was a good friend of yours, wasn't he, Jim? Yes, he was. When I was in college, I used to come up here for the hunting almost every season. Jenkins and I tramped many a mile together. It was right in front of that big rock where he was stabbed, wasn't it? That's right. Oh, the old rock seems to be living up to its name lately. It's called Dead Man's Rock. How in the world do these places around here get their names, Jim? Well, Indian legend flourishes in this part of the country. And according to one of them, two Indian chiefs fought it out to the death before that rock. As to uh, this pool at the bottom of the falls, it's both deep and treacherous. The Indians were afraid of it and called it something which the white man translated as the Devil's Pool. Oh. Uh, to get back to the murders, Jim... Have you anything at all to go on? Well, practically nothing, Fern. Both men were stabbed in the back by a knife, and the knives might lead to some sort of clue. What do you mean, Jim? Well, the knives used for the murders were very unusual. They had rubber-ringed handles and were exceptionally well-balanced, similar to the ones professional knife throwers use. Of course, those knives could have been used deliberately to mislead the police. Well, that's a possibility, but, but it's the only angle we have, so we'll have to work on it. Jim, who is this Matt Spencer the sheriff wants us to meet? Oh, Matt Spencer is the owner of this big logging company. Practically all the men in this territory work for him. I see. Come on, Fern. We're to meet the sheriff down at Spencer's sawmill. I'm anxious to have a talk with Spencer and see what help he can give us. This is Spencer's office, Fern. Gosh, Jim, this is an interesting place. I hope we have time to do a little sightseeing before we leave. <laughs> so far, that's all we've done. I wonder if the sheriff got here yet. Come in. Oh, hello, Sheriff. Uh, Brandon, I want you to meet Matt Spencer. Uh, how do you do, Mr. Spencer? This is my assistant, Miss Collier. I'm glad to meet you both. Sit down. Thank you. Brandon, the sheriff tells me that you were a good friend of Jenkins, the game warden who was killed the other day. Why, that's right, Mr. Spencer. Well, I'm willing to do anything I can to help you boys solve the case. What do you want to know? Mr. Spencer, you're a busy man, so I'll come right to the point. Do you mind telling me the exact layout of your setup here? Not at all, Brandon. I own land on both sides of the border. I have an agreement with both governments to bring my lumber in through the waterways to my sawmill. This involves some red tape, of course, and I have to keep all my books open to the customs man. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't it be a much more direct route to float the lumber over the falls? Well, we tried that, but the log's always jammed up in the pool. I see. Well, what about the trappers on your land? I permit a few natives to operate. They 
They clear their furs to the local game wardens. Mm -hmm. About those two fellows who discovered the body of Jenkins, Pierre is a trapper, I know, but what is Simon Revere's position around here? Well, he's one of my roughnecks. I mean, one of my foremen. Been with me for years. Above suspicion, I'd say. Uh -huh. What about Pierre? Is it true that there was bad blood between Pierre and Jenkins? Yes, they were always having arguments about one thing or another. Isn't that right, Sheriff? Yes, uh, Pierre's a hothead. Where are Pierre and Simon now, Mr. Spencer? Well, that's pretty hard to say. I can call them in if you want a question. Well, I'd appreciate it. We have a whistle signal at the mill. You people make yourselves at home. I'll be back in a few minutes. Well, thanks, Mr. Spencer. Mr. Spencer seems like a nice man, Jim. Uh, yes, he is cooperative. Yeah, I told you he would be. So far, everyone seems to be suspicious of Pierre. Oh, say, Sheriff, that's some moose head over that desk. <laughs> yes, that one strayed right into the mill yard one day. Mr. Spencer got him with an air gun from the office window. An air gun? Yes, grabbed the first thing he could get his fingers on. Mr. Spencer must be a good shot. <laughs> None better in these parts, Miss. Well, there goes the signal. Oh, say, Sheriff, I'm going to tour around a little while we're waiting. Well, go ahead, Brandon. Mr. Spencer won't mind. Well, we'll be back in half an hour. Okay. Come on, Vern. Going back to the mill, too? Oh, yes, Simon. I heard the signal. What is wrong, I wonder? I don't know. Did you trap many furs today, Pierre? Good enough to suit Pierre. You're missing a good bet by not selling me those furs. Listen, Pierre, why? No, no, Simon, I will not do it. Yeah. Mr. Spencer, he would not allow Pierre to trap on his land anymore if I do not declare all the furs that I trap. Well, we got a new game warden now. He doesn't know how many furs you usually trap. You declare half and sell me half, he'll never know the difference. No, Simon Rivera, do not ask me anymore. I will not sell. Yeah, you're a stubborn fool, Pierre. Stubborn and stupid. You leave Pierre be. If you do not, I will tell Mr. Spencer of your crooked scheme. He will discharge you. <laughs> you think Mr. Spencer believe you? You make me laugh, Pierre. Why, if I say the word to Spencer, he'll put you off his land so if fast. If that should happen, I would kill you, Simon Rivera. I swear it by this dead man's rock before which two men have already died. Ah, your hard-headed threats don't frighten me, Pierre. I have more... Ah. What is it? Pierre! You... You knifed me, you... No! No, no, I did not see one! No, see one, I did... Mon Dieu... Is... Dead... Somebody has killed him. Yeah, he's the knife in the back. Just like the others. I, I do not know how it happened. Who are you? Pierre. You'll have to come along and tell your story to the sheriff. No. No, I am innocent. Well, we'll see about that. No, I did not do it. I swear I did not do it. Pierre was run away. Come back here, Pierre. If you're innocent, you'll be cleared. He's making for the woods. Aren't you going after him, Jim? No use, Fern. He knows the woods better than I do. Don't worry. If he's guilty, we'll smoke him out. Well, Pierre must be guilty, Jim. No one else was here. Huh. This knife is exactly the same as the others. That's not much help. No. But there's another clue here. What, Jim? I don't see anything. Look closely, Fern. This knife was either wielded by a very powerful man or was thrown with great force from a distance. But Pierre is a rather slight man, Jim. Exactly. Where does that leave us? With an open mind, at least. 
You don't think Pierre is guilty, then? <laughs> no, I didn't say any such thing, Fern. But right now, I'm going to work on the motive for these three murders. And until I find that, everyone is under suspicion. What do we do first, Jim? You go back to the mill and ask Mr. Spencer to call the sheriff. Tell Mr. Spencer I went into the woods looking for Pierre. And you stay with the sheriff until I get back. Where are you going, Jim? Over the border, Fern. There are a few inquiries I've got to make as the Avenger. Jack, this log is all hollowed out and ready to be packed. Here, come on, help me carry it over to the pile. All right, George. Hey, the boss should be getting here with the stuff soon. Yeah, he said these logs were to be sent down the river with the regular lumber shipment first thing in the morning. Yes, sir, this has been a mighty good season for the boss. Yeah, and it's about time he started cutting us in on some of that big dough. Hmm. So far, we've been taking all the chances and been getting next to nothing for our trouble. What was that noise? I don't know. We better be careful what we say, George. Maybe somebody's snooping around here. It's too late for caution now. You've already been overheard. Who's that? Where did that voice come from? From the Avenger, George. The Avenger? Let's run for a check. Stay where you are. You haven't a chance to get away. What do you want from us? First, I want to know who you work for. Who this boss is you were talking about. Well, uh... Uh... Oh... We can't tell you that. You'll tell me now, or you'll be under arrest within an hour. Oh, uh, I, I'm going to tell him, Jack. We've got to look out for ourselves now. You're right. Go ahead. Speak up, then. Well, it, it's Simon Revere. He's our boss. Exactly what did Simon hire you to do? He delivered first to us, and we packed them in his logs and sent them down the river to the States. And then Simon took care of things at the other end. Where did Simon get the furs? He bought them direct from trappers who were willing to play ball with them. Who did Simon work for? Well, we don't know. You'll have to ask him. It's too late for that. Simon got a knife in his back down at Dead Man's Rock this afternoon. Huh? Simon is dead? Yes. And this little fur smuggling racket is ended. Well, who murdered Simon? The murderer will be in the hands of the law before nightfall. Until then, carry on here as though you know nothing. All right. All right, we'll, we'll do like you say, Avenger. Remember, if you try to get away, we'll go hard with you. Because the Avenger will hunt you down and bring you to justice. Uh, Sheriff, do all those traps we passed belong to Pierre? Yes, Brandon. Pierre makes a good living as a trapper. Do you mean to say a trapper has to walk this distance every day? Yes, Fern. And Pierre is still visiting each one of his traps, even if he isn't hiding. A man guilty of murder would hardly stick to his job like that, would he, Jim? A criminal almost never does what he's expected to, Fern. Hey, Brandon, you'll find that Pierre is much smarter than you give him credit for. I'd feel much safer out here if you'd let me bring my gun along. We had to come unarmed, Sheriff. You city detectives have some mighty peculiar notions about solving a crime. Up here in the woods, a gun speaks louder than a crew any day. Well, Sheriff, you promised to play along with me on this little plan of mine. 
If it should backfire, then we'll handle things your way. Okay? Yeah, how can you expect me to put any stock in that plan of yours? Won't even tell me who your suspect is. If I had my way, I'd arrest Pierre and ask questions later. You'll need evidence, Sheriff. We've got to get that before you start making arrests. Uh, see, see, here's one of Pierre's traps. Yes, it's just been sprung and hasn't been reset. Hey, what? Somebody is shooting at us. It's Pierre. Stop shooting, Pierre. It's the sheriff. He's coming over here, Jim. You, you stay away from my traps. Uh, take it easy, Pierre. Yeah, we're not robbing your traps. No, we came out here to have a talk with you, Pierre. I did not kill Simon. No, we're willing to give you a chance to prove that if you can. Uh, you take care for the fool. You have come to arrest me. But I will shoot you first. Pierre, listen to me. We'll let you keep your gun if you'll come back to Silver Falls and do as we say. And if you don't, I'll organize a posse. Sheriff. Pierre will come peacefully. Now listen carefully, Pierre. All we want you to do is come along with us to Silver Falls. It's you, Brandon. Why, Miss Collier, you look all tired out. I am, Mr. Spencer. We must have walked ten miles. Well, Brandon, have any luck? Did you find Pierre? Uh, yes, we found him, Mr. Spencer. Good. And the case is just about closed. And believe me, I am glad of it, Brandon. All this excitement has slowed up production at the mill. I hate to disappoint you, but the case isn't quite solved yet. Why, I thought you said you'd got Pierre. Yes, but Pierre still claims he's innocent. And he says he can prove it. How? He says he knows the motive for all three murders. That sounds more like he's guilty than innocent. That's right. Except that he claims Simon Revere gave him some valuable information before he died. Information? What kind? Uh, I don't know. Pierre wouldn't tell me, but, but he's willing to reveal that information to the sheriff to save his own skin. Uh, he may be lying, but I'm going to give him a chance to talk with the sheriff. For sure, that's only fair. May I use your phone, Mr. Spencer? I'll arrange for the meeting. Why, of course, Brandon. Go ahead. Thank you. Hello. Hello, operator. Give me the sheriff's office, please. Hello. Hello, sheriff. Jim Brandon speaking. Yeah. Oh. Uh, listen, sheriff. I found Pierre. No, no, I didn't bring... No, I didn't bring him in. He wants to talk to you alone. Says he can break the case wide open. He'll... What's that? He'll meet you unarmed in front of Dead Man's Rock in half an hour. Hmm? That's right. I'll wait here at the mill for you. Good luck, Sheriff. See you later. Jim, while we're waiting, why don't you show me around the sawmill? That is, if Mr. Spencer doesn't mind. No, no, of course not. Go right ahead. I'd go with you, but... I have a lot of important work to do. Falls look high when you're standing up here looking down over them. Now be careful, Fern. Don't get too close to the edge. Oh, I won't. Jim, I certainly hope your little plan works out. It will, Fern. This was the only method of catching the killer at the scene of the crime, with the evidence on him. But what's to prevent him from trying to make a getaway instead of coming here? The sheriff's men are taking care of that. Every thoroughfare is guarded. 
The sheriff's orders are not to let anyone pass until further word from him. Mm-hmm. And between you and me, that means until after we've captured the killer. Well, it sounds all right. Now, now, Fern, you stand over there on the side and keep a close watch on Dead Man's Rock. Yes, Jim. When Pierre arrives and is directly in front of the rock, give me the signal. And I'll open this chain and release all these logs. Jim, how in the world did you get all those logs up here? Well, now, we diverted them from the river and let them pile up here behind the chain. Oh. Say, isn't it about time for Pierre to arrive? Huh? Well, yes, he, he should be coming now. Oh, I'm getting worried, Jim. Maybe something's gone wrong. Now, don't get panicky on me, Fern. Keep your eyes on that rock. Right, Jim. There he is. There's Pierre. He's coming around the bend in the trail. Get set, Jim. Everything's ready here. He's almost there. Let him go, Jim! Okay, Sheriff. Have your men surround the falls. Go ahead, man. Come on, friend. Down the path, quick. The criminal certainly won't have a chance to escape this time. The sheriff must have at least 50 men down there. What do we do now, Brandon? We'll give him a chance to come out, sheriff. Okay. Okay. Hey, you, under the clothes. You're completely surrounded. Come on out. You better come out. We'll give you just 10 seconds. If you aren't out by that time, 50 guns will fire into the falls. All right. I give up. He's coming out. Wait. That's Mr. Spencer. Yes, there's your murderer, Sheriff. Where? Go get him, boys. And you'll find the knife he meant for Pierre, embedded in one of those logs we released over the falls. They're all jammed up in the pool there. Take it easy, Sheriff. The rest of your evidence is still behind the falls. I'll get it for you. Jim's coming from behind the waterfall now, Sheriff. What's that he's carrying? Well, hey, it looks like a gun to me. I must be crazy. These murders were committed with a gun. Stand back, boys! Give him a chance to get through! Well, Sheriff, here's your murder weapon. That's no evidence, Brandon. That gun can't be the murder weapon. These men weren't shot. They were knives. All right, city detectives, come low call. Be quiet a minute. Hey, let him talk, boy. Okay, Brandon. You better start explaining. Sheriff, this air gun shoots knives as well as bullets. Hey, how's that again? Why, the muzzle of this gun has a 32 caliber bore. It's lying. That's right. But it has a screw cap on the front that's removable. Yeah. See? Uh, so what? Now, 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 look. This cap removes the inner lining and leaves a smooth bore. Hmm. Yeah, that's a new one on me, Brandon. Hey, how did it work? On a very simple principle, Sheriff. The knives were especially well-balanced. The type used by professional knife throwers. That balance enabled them to take the air pressure. Those rubber rings on the handles gave them sufficient body to fill the enlarged muzzle so the air blast could project them over the required distance. Well, that'll be golden. Now, Sheriff, get these people out of the way and I'll demonstrate. Okay, okay, Brandon. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, see, this will rate you a hunting permit for life in this county. Well, thanks, Sheriff. 
making plans to trap Spencer. Why wouldn't you tell the sheriff who your suspect was? Fern, I knew he wouldn't believe me without evidence, and I needed the sheriff's cooperation to get that. When did you first suspect Spencer, Jim? From our first meeting. He used the term roughneck in referring to one of his men. That's circus lingo, and furnished a clue that tied up with the type of knife used for the murders. I still don't see how you figured out what the egg on Langle. Well, now, Dead Man's Rock is situated on a point of land that juts out into Devil's Pool. The trail on either side of the rock shoots off at a sharp angle along the edge of the water. It would have been impossible for anyone on the trail to have thrown the knives. So the only other place they could have come from was the waterfall. Exactly. But the waterfall was too far away for anyone to throw the knives. So I began to work on the idea that they may have been shot from behind the falls with an air gun. Then when you found that the motive was first smuggling, everything fitted into place. That's right. Spencer killed off the first two men because they were beginning to suspect him. And Simon because he knew too much. That screen of logs we let loose over the falls caught the knife meant for Pierre. Yes, and that was sufficient evidence, even for the sheriff. We'll have to tell Inspector White about that, Sheriff Jim. <laughs> sure will, Fern. We can truthfully tell the inspector that he's brilliant in comparison. <laughs> characters, names, places, and plots used in the Avenger program are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This is a thought. A thought. A thought. Remember, listen for another adventure of... The Avenger. enjoyed this latest Uncle Eric Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often and make sure to subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit UncleEric.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. There are also hundreds of the old classic crime and detective television show episodes you can watch as well. They're a hoot to watch. That's Uncle Eric. Com. If you like this episode, please consider buying Uncle Eric a cup of coffee at the support link below. Thanks a million. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>